I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Two crashes only minutes apart involving school buses in one area county. I'm Mike Marilla. Why they're keeping such a close eye on the Potomac River, I'm Neil Augenstein. Wall Street mixed with the closing bell. The Dow, though, was up 194. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Fody in Washington. The world's richest man tweets tonight, the bird is freed, by which Elon Musk apparently means the social media giant Twitter bird, which he now controls. If you think about Elon Musk loves to put on a show, right? Everyone should have their popcorn ready at this point. Uh, I imagine that over the weekend, we'll probably see uh, him make some dramatic moves around stuff like moderation. Possibly he's made it clear he wants to invite President Donald Trump back on the platform. Ian Shore is editor-at-large of the tech website CNET. With investigations still underway of the Uvalde, Texas Elementary School massacre, there was a pretty contentious public safety commission meeting in Austin. Some Uvalde parents were calling for the resignation of the head of the state's major police agency, the Texas Department of Public Safety. At this point, Colonel Stephen McCraw says no, he is not leaving. Correspondent Janet Chamlian was there. One family member, Jesse Rizzo, blaming DPS on what he called continued misinformation that he said was tearing the community apart. He said, our town is divided, our teachers feel betrayed. Some family members don't even speak to each other. McCraw defiant, saying that it was not a failure of DPS. Despite the presence of some signs to the contrary, like employment and advertising cutbacks, an important government report shows something of an economic turnaround in the third quarter of the year. The report shows the economy grew at a rate of 2.6% from July through September. Bob Dahl, the chief investment officer at Crossmark Global Investments, says this shows the economy is not currently in a recession. The issue now is whether the Fed will continue to hike interest rates. The jury is out. If the Fed insists on 2% inflation, they have a lot of work in front of them, and that will cause a recession. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. News from overseas. Russian President Putin claiming Moscow has no intention of using nuclear weapons in Ukraine. That in a speech covered by the BBC. Steve Rosenberg. He claimed he had never talked about using nuclear weapons in the Ukraine conflict. And yet, since Russia invaded Ukraine, on several occasions, President Putin has dropped unsubtle hints that he would be prepared to use all the weapons in Russia's arsenal. And he issued this prediction, that the coming decade would be the most dangerous and unpredictable since the end of the Second World War. And the South Korean military tonight reports North Korea has fired two short-range ballistic missiles off its east coast that a short time ago, the latest in a series of launches that have rattled its neighbors as well as Washington. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Their end-to-end -end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. WTOP and Silver Diner bring you free lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP. At home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday for dine-in lunch only at 18 Silver Diner locations.
Enter today at WTOP.com. Search Free Lunch Friday. WTOP at 103. Good Friday morning. It's October 28th, 2022. It'll be fair, colder this overnight early morning. Lows in the 30s and 40s in parts of the region by daybreak. 49 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along for your early Friday morning ride. Now being the local stories we're looking at for you this morning, the D.C. bus driver is facing drunk driving charges while having a bus full of children. Fairfax County Police said this morning a few dozen students from Merch Elementary were apparently earned their way back from a field trip to Cox Farms Pumpkin Patch in Centerville. The bus driver, Troy Reynolds, then drove off, they say, drove off the road, hit a rock, flattening the tire. Teachers later got Reynolds to park and call for help. Police say he was drunk that entire time. Reynolds was charged with driving while intoxicated, second within five to ten years with a child, and nine counts of gross, wanton, or reckless care for a child. He was held on no bond. None of the students luckily were injured. Reynolds has a prior DUI and was cited for not having a valid commercial driver's license. Two additional bus drivers were also cited at the scene for not having valid commercial driver's licenses. WTOP News Time, now 105. In the meantime, there were two separate school bus crashes in Charles County on Thursday afternoon. The most serious crash happened first shortly after two in White Plains. A school bus with students from Robert D. Steedham Educational Center on board was involved in a crash with four other cars on Marshall Corner Road at Crane Highway. Several people in the cars were badly hurt. The bus driver and students were not injured. The second crash happened about a half hour after that on US 301 in Waldorf when another school bus collided with two cars. There were only minor injuries in that crash and that included some of the Thomas Stone High School students on the bus. Investigators are still trying to figure out what led to both crashes. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP News Time 105. Looks like THC gummies are to blame for making seven students sick at a local Fairfax County Middle School happening at Liberty Middle School in Clifton. THC, will remind you, is the main psychoactive compound in marijuana. In a letter to parents, the principal says the student's symptoms at the time included vomiting, dizziness, and slurred speech. Three students in all were taken to hospitals for treatment. The rest were taken... Uh, treated at school or sent home. Police determined no crime was committed, but the school may take disciplinary action. The principal says the incident will be used as a teachable moment for the kids to stress the importance of making good choices. There's a delay now, we're told, when the proposed policies for transgender students in the state of Virginia will go into effect. The state says the effective date has been pushed back now to at least November 26th. Spokesman telling WTOP this week the policies will not be final until a review is complete and the state superintendent then approves that final version. Under the new guidelines, students who want to be addressed at school by a name or pronoun that differs from their official record would have to get permission from their parents first. Many people get their drinking water from the Potomac, but the water levels are apparently right now so low they're being closely monitored to figure out if any has to be added. When the Potomac River's flow drops below 2,000 cubic feet per second at Point of Rocks, that triggers daily drought monitoring. That monitoring's been going on since Sunday. The next step would be to release water from three reservoirs upstream, including two near where Maryland and West Virginia meet. Water from those reservoirs during low flow conditions takes nine days to reach our area. Sherry Schultz with the Interstate Commission on the Potomac River Basin says they haven't needed to release water from the reservoirs since 2010. She says the monitoring helps to maintain the reliability of the local water systems. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News.
Finding the right Medicare plan? Oof, no easy feat. Kind of like those dances my granddaughter loves making me do. <laughs> but then I found Walgreens FindRx coverage. Let's you compare plans online, over the phone, or in person. Made Medicare shopping so easy. Plus, I found plans with low-cost copays. <laughs> I can get down with that. Medicare annual enrollment ends December 7th. Find a plan that's right for you at walgreens.com slash Medicare. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Friday morning, October 28th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us this early hour. 108 to be exact. Slower clogged drains. Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Driving and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Again, the heads up for folks traveling on the outer loop of the Bellway. It's gotten better, but the work soon remains uh, beginning just after River Road and extending across the American Legion Bridge. Past the exit for both the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike to a point just beyond the bridge for Georgetown Pike. Again, getting by the work zone, single files left. Uh, the volume is eased, so it's a little bit better, but it is still slower than you would expect at this hour. On the outer loop, on the exit ramp to go west on 66, that off-ramp closed by the work zone. Posted detour will take you to Arlington Boulevard. Uh, on the inner loop of the Bellway, the express lanes closed between the entrance and Springfield and 66 as a result of the construction. Then on the inner loop in the main line between Arlington Boulevard and I-66, you're down to a single right lane to the construction. They're apparently doing some overhead sign work uh, for the express lanes, uh, so be aware. So no access to the express lanes, and then the main line, you're down to a single right lane getting by. Uh, inner loop between the Dulles Hole Road and Georgetown Pike, two right lanes get you by, but as of late, you've been getting by without delay. Working on I-95 in both directions, approaching exit 49, the south entrance for the Baltimore Beltway, Two left lanes get you by in each direction. Uh, Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound as you approach the Baltimore Beltway. Stay left past the work there. 270 south approaching 85 Bucky's Town Pike. Single file left to the work zone. Beyond that, nothing else in your way headed down toward the Beltway. In Virginia, eastbound on 267, the access for the airport lanes uh, right, past the, uh, right past the bridge for Centerville Road. Again, the crash there, uh, at least a single lane is getting by. Not much of a delay. Obviously, volume is very light, but just be aware they're out there. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Well, your Friday starting off on a cool note. Temperatures in the upper 30s to low 40s by sunrise. Now, as we make our way through the afternoon, temperatures only getting into the mid to upper 50s. And unlike our Thursday, well, we'll see plenty of clouds. Those clouds moving back in and increasing during the day. Highs only around 59 in the city. On Saturday, clouds early but sun late. Highs in the upper 50s to low 60s. Sunday, we'll see clouds on the increase once again with highs upper 50s to low 60s. And on Monday, Halloween, tracking a pretty good chance for showers. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we're at 45 in Rockville, 46 Ashburn, 44 District Heights, 49 in Holding at our nation's capital. This Waddingham hour, Friday morning, October 28th. Glad you're with us. Welcome into WTOP. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. It's 111 on WTOP. Glad you're with us. Everyone here knows Diamonds Direct is the place to go for the best diamonds at the best prices. But did you know that savvy buyers from all over America, even Los Angeles and New York, now come here to buy their diamonds? These high-end shoppers have discovered that Diamonds Direct has one of America's best selections of large, rare diamonds. From 3 carats to 20 carats, all certified by the GIA, the most reputable and most trusted gem lab in the world. Because of Diamonds Direct's international connections and tremendous buying power, we're one of only a handful of jewelry stores 
stores in America that is able to offer a large selection of rare and precious GIA diamonds. In fact, Diamonds Direct's multi-million dollar selection includes a stunning array of high-end Riviera necklaces, 20-carat tennis bracelets, and an extraordinary collection of rare, precious gemstones, rubies, sapphires, emeralds, and even the really hard-to-find fancy yellow diamonds. Come see why Diamonds Direct right here is the destination for high-end shoppers all over America. Extraordinary selection, quality, and unmatched value. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 1-12. D.C. police have charged a Hyattsville man with voyeurism after he say, after they say he betrayed the trust of a woman who had actually hired him for a job. Back in June, a D.C. woman called police after she found a small surveillance camera hidden inside her bathroom. When police looked at the memory card inside, they clearly saw the man hired to remodel her bathroom, setting it up in there. He's been identified as 41-year-old Eddie Geron of Hyattsville. It was a motion-activated camera, and the victim was also seen in various stages of undress. Last month, police got a warrant to look at his phone, but by then, it had already been wiped clean. One of two computers was no longer working. The other computer was clean, too. John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP at 112. This morning, being high on your faith. Or not. Missouri's Catholic bishops say no to legalizing marijuana. I'm Fred Bottomer with Report on Religion. On November 8th, Missouri voters will decide whether or not to allow recreational marijuana. Roman Catholic bishops in the state just came out with a letter urging a no vote on Amendment 3. You know, for 2,000 years, Christianity has stood on the fact that the way of the world is not the way to salvation. St. Louis Archbishop Mitchell Rosansky. First of all, I would see that it wouldn't stay just in the 21 and over age bracket. It would affect our teenagers, inevitably. Uh, secondly, I think it would affect the safety of our citizens. Uh, because of those who would either be driving under the influence of marijuana or going to work under the influence of marijuana. And then there's the church's moral concerns. We need to look out for the good of one another. And marijuana certainly doesn't contribute to the good of our society. As for using the tax money for legal weed for the common good. I know right away many people say, oh, it's such a great source of revenue because of the taxes that are placed on it. Well, sure, but what about the social cost of it, which I think far outweighs the taxes that are collected on it? Just four years ago, nearly two-thirds of Missouri voters approved legalizing medical marijuana. With Report on Religion, Fred Bottomer, CBS News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday. To thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Friday, October 28th. Glad you're with us at 1:15 Sports Time and Rob Woodfork's turn this morning. The Capitals' two-game win streak ended with a 2-0 loss in Dallas in the second leg of their road trip. Now, the stats say it was a pretty even game, Coach Peter Laviolette, but what happened on the ice? They were aggressive. They pressed out quite a bit and pushed on us and made it a little bit more difficult. You know, you get some looks again. You're firing pucks in there and you're looking for redirects and tips and rebounds and it doesn't drop for you tonight. Virginia Tech was a heavy underdog at NC State, but ended up blowing an 18-point lead in a 22-21 loss to the 24th-ranked Wolfpack, the Hokies' fifth straight defeat. The Baltimore Ravens returned to the side of their first Super Bowl victory and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 27-22 with Lamar Jackson now dueling Tom Brady to improve to 5-3 and three on the season. Speaking of quarterbacks, the Washington Commanders are getting ready for the unknown in Indianapolis Sunday facing Sam Ellinger in the first regular season starts for the kid. Who is he, Ron Rivera? Young guy, got a terrific arm, very headsy, smart player. He's got a good feel for the game. When you watch his preseason stuff, you watch some of the stuff back from college. I went back and looked at the reports on him. This is a guy that has a good sense and feel for running the RPOs. He also has a really good feel for as a runner himself. But why does George Wallace say? I think with Ellinger playing in this game, it takes Washington's chances of winning down. We delve into that and whether Carson Wentz is permanently done as Washington's quarterback in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob, as always. one sixteen Friday morning, October 28th on WTOP. Welcome in. On the top stories we're following for you this 1 a.m. our Friday morning, billionaire Elon Musk has officially taken control of Twitter. CNBC's David Faber was first to report the news. The Washington Post reports... He fired several top Twitter executives. A judge had given Musk until later today to buy the company for 44 billion bucks or head to trial. Optimism from President Joe Biden this week that the student loan forgiveness program will be upheld in the courts. The House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol now apparently planning to interview again key Secret Service officials and agents in the coming weeks. That's what two sources briefed on the ongoing investigation are telling CBS News this week. The committee will bring back former Secret Service Assistant Director Tony Ornato, who is now retired, and Robert Engel, former President Trump's lead Secret Service agent, on January 6th. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. By now, most of us know that card skimmers often show up at ATMs or gas stations, and now local police say those devices have been discovered inside stores where you check out. Are there ways to protect yourself? When you pay for your items or withdraw cash, check the card reader itself. Does it have a raised or irregular keypad? Is any part of the card reader loose or damaged? A skimmer, which can steal your credit or debit card information, could be attached. Prince George's County Police have recovered three skimmers from inside convenience stores in just one week. D.C. Police discovered more than 10 skimmers this month. And police say you should call them if you spot one and definitely notify the store, bank, or gas station where you found it. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Friday morning, October 28th. Glad you're with us this early hour at WTOP. It's 118. Driving and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. Some good news on the outer loop of the Beltway. The work zone remains that begins after River Road and extends across the American Legion Bridge to a point just beyond the bridge for Georgetown Pike. Still getting by a single file to left, but the good news is, is that delays have cleared out. So again, for now, you get by without delay. Then continuing on the outer loop of the Beltway, the ramp to go west on I-66, exit 49, 
That closed again tonight as a result of the work on 66. Uh, so be aware you cannot uh, exit there. You're diverted to Arlington Boulevard to work your way back. Take it to Nutley Street, Nutley Street, uh, back to 66. New problem in Maryland's I-95 southbound. Just before you get to Maryland, 32. The crash along the left side, that's exit 38. Stay right to get by. Brief but abrupt slowdown. Beyond that, nothing else in your way. Headed south toward the Capitol Beltway. If you're traveling on 270 southbound near 85 Buckeastown Pike, single left lane gets you by. 270 northbound north of Route 80 Urbana. Single right lane past the construction there. Working on the Bay Bridge again tonight. Westbound span block for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic. One lane for each direction of travel and as of late, no delay. And then uh, don't forget about the paving project on 50 westbound between Baydale Drive and the beginning of the Seven River Bridge. We're down to a single left lane through that work. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the next couple of days for you. Coming after a beautiful Thursday. High temperature of 67. Plenty of sunshine on Thursday. Not on Friday, though. Not exactly fantastic. We'll see plenty of cloud cover. High temperatures only in the mid to upper 50s. So a very cool day after what will be a chilly start. Saturday, more of the same. A chilly start. Highs in the upper 50s to low 60s. Clouds early. Some sun late in some areas. And then on Sunday, more clouds on the increase with a high of 62. I'm Storm Four. Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 44 this morning in Upper Barboro, 50 in Centerville, 52 in our nation's capital right now, having gone up a couple of degrees in the last few minutes. This 1 a.m. hour, Friday morning, October 28th. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber. This is WTOP News. Latest on the war between Ukraine and Russia coming up this half hour on WTOP. Johns Hopkins University will soon be leading a new study looking at whether magic mushrooms can potentially help people who are trying to quit smoking cigarettes. It's being carried out thanks to a $4 million grant from the National Institutes of Health. The first time in about 50 years that such a study involving psychedelic drugs is getting federal funding. Matthew Johnson, a professor of psychiatry at Johns Hopkins University, will lead the study looking at whether psilocybin, the psychedelic compound in magic mushrooms, can help smokers quit. People essentially have these deep therapeutic sessions where they have insights, they take on different perspectives. With the experience lasting five to six hours, the study will include about 70 participants. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 121. We turn now to the latest of the war here on WTOP. A lot of Western officials have been in and out of Ukraine to show support for the war. And we've learned that a top U.S. intelligence official was apparently there. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with more. A U.S. official confirmed that CIA Director William Burns traveled to Kyiv to meet with Ukrainian intelligence counterparts and President Zelensky. The visit took place, according to the official, within the last month. They told WTOP he reinforced, these words are theirs, the U.S. commitment to provide support to Ukraine in its fight against Russian aggression, including continuing U.S. intelligence sharing. That's a quote from them. This is critical not just because Burns is as a former diplomat, it's important, and it's important for U.S. officials to show up there to reinforce the U.S.'s support for Ukraine. The intelligence is a significant part of this and absolutely critical because while we don't know what sort of intelligence the U.S. is providing Ukraine, we know there are only a couple of countries in the world that have the powerful capabilities that U.S. intelligence has. So when the director of the CIA shows up, he likely doesn't go empty-handed. And on the other side of the coin, he doesn't leave empty-handed either. J.J., Vladimir Putin sure had a lot to say, some of it, of course, about 
he says he will not use nuclear weapons and some of it about the West trying to dominate the world. Can you fill us in on that? Yeah, he was speaking during an annual event at the Valdai Discussion Club in Moscow. It's a think tank and discussion forum that's very closely associated with Vladimir Putin. It's been described by Westerners as a part of the Russian propaganda effort. So it was a chance for him to say some things outside of the quote-unquote official government apparatus. But truth be told, this organization is still an extension of the Kremlin. And one of the things he also said, he addressed Russia's troop losses, saying Ukraine says Russia's lost 65,000 troops. Putin says Russia's lost one soldier for every 10 Ukraine's lost. If what he's saying is true, then Ukraine's lost almost a half million troops or maybe even more, and we know that that is not true. With the very latest in the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking there with Dimitri and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. We're getting ready for bed. His dad was like, let's go to the living room and like watch TV. And I was holding him. I was like, let's just stay here. We went to the living room and we were like watching TV. And then I went back there to check on him. He was just like face down. I feel like so helpless in that moment. Junior is all the doctor's appointment. It was just like, you're aware of SIDS. You don't go into detail about it. Besides, don't put the baby on their stomach. That's all I heard. It's really not even that much out there unless you Google it. Doctors, like, they'll talk about miscarriage. I thought they should sit down and be like, okay, you're a mom. Let's just, you know, practice this, practice that. If you could just change one little moment, it would change your life forever. My life will never go back to being the same. Josiah makes me wake up every day. <laughs> he came at the right time. I don't know where I would be, mentally especially. Juniors taught me love is all you need, and Josiah taught me how to love again. For more info, go to firstcandle.org forward slash safe sleep. WTOP, Friday morning, October 28th. Welcome in, 125 in the morning. Money news at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Today's the last day for you to get your hands on Series I savings bonds, paying 9.6% interest for the next six months. Next week, the rate is expected to drop below 6.5. The Treasury says cash is pouring in ahead of the deadline, with I-bond sales of nearly $2 billion this week alone. That's twice as much as the entire 2021 fiscal year. We get another look at how high mortgage rates are impacting housing with a report this morning on pending home sales. Analysts see a 4% decline in September purchase contract signings. Rates this week topped 7% for the first time in over 20 years. Which would you rather do? Look for a job or look for an apartment? A Zillow survey finds the job may be an easier lift. Many of those asked said they had to bend over backwards to secure their current apartment, offering more rent up front or by signing longer leases. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I'd get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code 